Welcome to hour number three here at Rosie on the House, our weekly radio broadcast that you can hear all over the great state of Arizona. From Flagstaff, Sedona, Prescott, Phoenix, Casa Grande, Tucson, and Green Valley. Go to rosieonthehouse.com and find your local affiliate if you're traveling. Find a radio station in the region you're traveling to in the state and take uh, take Rosie on the house with you. This third hour, it's our open line hour. Anything you, the Arizona homeowner, want to talk about your house, home, castle, or cabin, you can call in at one 767 4348 That's one 888 rosie for you and get ask your question, and we'll do our best to guide you to the best uh, resources locally for whatever it is you are trying to get done. You can text questions to 411-923. Email info at rosieonthehouse.com if you have a picture uh, that you need help with uh, trying to identify what it is you were, you know, pictures say a thousand words, and if you need a picture to help you kind of explain what you're doing, you can email it to info at rosieonthehouse.com, then call in at one 767 4348 and we can look at it and kind of talk you through what what it is we see. We're nearing our 30-year broadcast anniversary, or Rosie's anyway, and uh, we're really excited. We're doing a lot of special things for that uh, anniversary for you, the listener, as are all of our Thank You for 30 Giving Back campaign, starting off with our home maintenance calendar. If you are uh, interested, you can go to rosieonthehouse.com. We have a tab right there. Just click on Calendar. And right now what you see there are the uh, pictures from our photo contest. We had opened it up to our listeners to send us pictures of Arizona plants and landscape. And and wildlife. And then we posted them online and let the listeners pick. Now, I want to make sure everyone understands something about the calendar. Those pictures aren't your featured picture of the month. We're not trying to compete or take away from Arizona highways. They do a beautiful job with their Arizona landscapes. But we still wanted to include that. And we had seen the demand and knew the popularity of it. So it will be on the top full, but it's not the pre premier picture whatever our topic of the month is and i'm going to use may as an or excuse me march as an example uh we're talking windows that month so windows will be our primary picture and you'll have your to-dos that not only relate to your window and door maintenance but other things in march you arizona homeowners should be doing to keep up with the maintenance of your home and then uh we we will be talking windows that entire month now how do you talk about windows for four weeks in a row? Actually, March is five. Well, on March, the first Saturday, I think it's the third, we'll be talking how to select a window, what to look for in glass, what to look for in framing options, what to look for in manufacturing. The second week is all how to install it. So we'll talk you through how a proper install should go how to cut the stucco back, get your old windows out, what to do with those old windows, how to install the new one, how to properly uh, reseal the exterior. And then the, sec- the third week, we'll be talking window treatments, interior and exterior. Uh, the, third, the fourth week, we'll be talking front entry door. And now that we've got our windows done, we'll do our front entry. And then the fifth one, it'll be security screens, whether you're looking at decorative uh, ironwork on your front for security, uh, screens on your windows. There are uh, screens now that are made to look like sunscreens, but they are metal. 
they're secure, they're uh, they're not bulletproof, but they're bat proof, they're knife proof, they're they're burglar proof, but it doesn't scream bad neighborhood from having these iron uh bars over your windows that now you've got to have special breakaways so the fire department get in well this takes care of all of that so we'll cover windows and and doors in five different aspects and it'll get you from start to finish and whether you're interested in windows that month or not that content will live forever at rosieonthehouse.com so at the point you are ready and you want to tackle this as a do-it-yourself You'll have the audio archives. You'll have video how-tos. You'll have the text tutorials. You'll have our entire rich media package to give you all the resources you need. And each month, it's just a different subject on your home. And if uh, if it goes the way we think it will, and it, it's been received with a great, great response from our listeners, we'll just you know, that'll be 2019, and we'll pick all new topics and subjects that we didn't cover in 18. And you know, about every three or four years, we'll hit that topic again in rotation and bring the latest and greatest of that industry to the Arizona homeowners. So, <laughs> in, uh, go to rosieonthehouse.com, click on the ta- calendar tab. And uh, the directions are right there. Basically, all you have to do is just email info at rosieonthehouse.com, the address you want it sent to. Now, we've started getting people saying, hey, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I've asked for this two weeks ago. Well, it's not 2018 yet. Calendar's not going to print for another two or three weeks, so it'll it'll hit your mailbox in December. But it'll come right to the address. That, and don't worry, we, we haven't forgot about you. Uh, we've been talking about it, I don't know, about three or four weeks now. Yeah, I think I think we're pushing 800 requests so far that we've received. So we'll we'll make sure everyone gets one. We'll uh, but just just hold your horses. It starts in January. We've still got six weeks, eight weeks before we get there. <laughs> a very a very content heavy calendar. One of the most heavy content filled calendars you'll ever see. So that's what's going to make it different. Hey, before we get to the topic, I've got a. I got to cover some private family business with your mother. On air? Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer. Did you set the recorder for the LSU game today? Oh, that's right. (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, You tell her. Earliest, Earliest start in Tiger Stadium since the 1950s. You have to... Okay, folks, don't call into the Rosie on the House show because Jennifer Mom has now to go has home to and leave. <laughs> she, she now has to leave the station, go to my house, and set it because I'm going to be on an airplane flying home from Austin, Texas, where I'm broadcasting from this morning. Beautiful Austin, Texas. Well, I didn't – I'm sorry to say I didn't know how early they were running that game. So that's a problem. So, folks, if any of you have a DDR and a VHS tape <laughs> – if you will please record the LSU game for me, I will pay dearly for that tape. And then I'll have to resurrect the VHS player from one of our uh, equipment uh, boneyards and, and, and get it played. So, hey, I'm in Austin, and I've been here for the most of this week. Romy, this seminar would have blown your mind. We're here talking about Construction Science Innovation. Mm. We are going to see a revolution in how we build homes 
in in the next decade that is almost unimaginable. And it unfortunately, it's apparently going to get started by the Japanese. They build homes in factories by robots and then deliver the homes and connect it to all the utilities. I'm not talking small homes. I'm not talking modular homes. I'm talking first-class, gorgeous pieces of work. And they have come to the United States of America and invested not millions of dollars, not tens of millions of dollars, but hundreds of millions of dollars in buying home builders and beginning to establish factories that will build the homes in the factory, get them delivered, and a big part of this is due to the labor shortage we've got and our construction time right now are as long, the construction cycle times now, are as long as they've been in the last 30 years. The labor constriction that we've got by hands-on tradespeople is absolutely at at uh, horrible levels. It's just it's unbelievable how we cannot get kids interested in getting outside, working with their hands, and actually building something. The videos and the seminars we saw on these homes is absolutely unbelievable. There are there are remodeling contractors. It would it's going to be a little bit harder in Arizona where we're slab on grade. That complicates building something in a factory just a little bit. But where you have a crawl space, floor joists, you can go to much of America and just sink in some pier footings, set the entire addition up, and instead of spending three months on the job with the house torn up, dealing with the family pets and the kids and their lifestyles, and having their entire home torn up for all that time, you bring the house addition out, clamp it to the existing house, saw cut the opening, finish the opening, and your crews are there maybe four or five days, and the project is done. So you you know me. I, I love this kind of study of efficiencies. It absolutely was truly mind-blowing. But... I'm so distracted that with all this technology, my sweet wife forgot to set the recorder for the LSU-Arkansas game, which I think starts in 40 minutes. Life will go on. (laughs) We will survive and overcome. You need need to get that streaming app and plug in your headset on the plane is what I'm hearing. I you know do, what? I got it, but they okay, they, they got rid of the I... go zone though. That was awful. When they created the SEC network, you used to be able to just subscribe <laughs> to the go zone and just listen to LSU games, but the SEC network cut all that out and ah, oh, traps my high, but whatever. A little chanky chank there for you on this beautiful Arizona Saturday morning. 
It is our open line hour. Anything you, the Arizona homeowner, want to talk about, your house, home, castle, or cabin, you can dial in at one 767 4348 That's one rosie for you Text questions to 411-923 or email to info at rosieonthehouse.com. Before we get to your calls, though, we have an interview. You heard us talking about our calendar earlier, and we opened it up for our listening audience to submit pictures. We posted them online. We had our listeners then go vote on their favorites. The 12 most popular got selected, and we're doing a little interview with each one of those photograph winners just to learn a little bit more about the picture. That way, each month as... uh, a new picture is updated on the calendar. You can go back online and learn about that picture itself. And we've got Alex Pajek. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yes, you did. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to the program, and uh, thank you for submitting your photo and the beautiful shot that it is, and congratulations on being one of our 12 winners. Well, thank you very much. I was uh, really surprised and happy to hear about that. And your picture is one that, even if you haven't been to Arizona, uh, I'd say a lot of people would instantly identify as Lake Powell. Yeah, that's true. It is in Lake Powell, yes. Now, had you ever been to Lake Powell before this? Uh, no, this is my this was my first part, uh, my first trip to Lake Powell, and uh, it's uh, my in-laws. They have a little houseboat there, a timeshare, and uh, yeah, this was the first time around that I got to actually go. I always uh, always only heard about that, but never went. And were you going there to? You, you had a timeshare. Did was this a picture off your phone, uh, or were you going there to take a lot of pictures? Or it was a uh, family vacation with two other families, and uh, I uh, did go with the intention, first of all, to get you know uh, to really relax and uh, enjoy the nature, uh, but also to take my uh, cameras along and to take as many pictures as I can because I always heard how beautiful it was. So. Yeah, I did have two cameras with me, and uh, this one uh, was taken with the smaller of the two, but uh, not with a phone. It's a Fuji X100. Did the Lake Powell meet your expectations of beauty? Oh, yes, it surpassed the expectations. It was really, really beautiful in the, or on top of the um, top deck of the houseboat that night, and uh, the, the moon was just illuminating everything around us, and I had to get up and annoy everyone <laughs> who was sleeping around me already. <laughs> And, uh, Alex with his flashes, yeah. knock it off and go to bed. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Luckily, no flashes. It was just clicks involved, but still, that was more than enough to wake people up. <laughs> now, off the top of my head, Lake Powell has 1,900 miles of shoreline. Right. Can you give me a proximity of where on the lake, or do you even re- know? Uh, yeah, I, in fact, I do. I was uh, researching that um, as uh, I knew that this was basically only, uh, that the contest was only for Arizona. And uh, to see what the, what uh, pictures I had from Arizona, this one was uh, from the southern part of Face Canyon, which is just in Arizona. So um, yeah, it was pretty pretty soon after uh, we headed out of the marina. I think the second or third day, um, yeah, before we went to that long journey, so to say. So I was still fresh, and everything was amazing. And I took snapshots of everything that I could find. <laughs> Well, it was a beautiful picture. It's funny. I actually I voted on one of your pictures, but not the one that won. The one I had voted on, you had captured the American flag off the back of the houseboat. Uh, but I will say this one at night is uh, is pretty special, too. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. I love listening to the show. Well, thank you. And last question for you. What uh, what part of Alabama are you from? 
<laughs> Unfortunately, from Alabama, it's from Austria, from uh, Vienna. <laughs> so a little bit further away. Uh, yeah, I moved uh, with my wife about a year ago with our baby boy. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm a fresh Phoenician, so to say. Well, welcome to the Valley, and congratulations on your your picture and being part of our first ever home maintenance calendar. Oh, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. Alex Pajek, thank you for your time this Saturday morning, and we'll look forward to that. I I will pull it up here in a minute what month that'll be, and I think we plugged it into is either July or August just because those are the times of the year you go to Lake Powell to swim and water ski, and we tried to match. Well, I mean, where, where do homeowners go to see the pictures that were selected? Are you keeping those secret to the publication of the calendar? Or can they see them now? No. You know what? I just noticed that I will fix it at bottom of the hour news, but it, we used a photo gallery to post those. And for whatever the reason, the widget isn't on there. I was looking at it earlier this morning, and now it's gone. So I'll, I'll figure it out and solve it. But at rosieonthehouse.com, click on the calendar tab, and you'll be able to see those pictures here in about you know, during bottom of the hour news. I'll fix it. I hate losing my widgets. Well, got to watch out for those widgets. <laughs> Just wait till widgets are being manufactured in our home by Chinese. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, I'll tell you. Let's uh, let's get this. Ca- this do we gonna sneak a caller in here? I, well, yeah, we'll at least get her question on the air here. Good, great, Karen in Tucson. Welcome to the program. Well, good morning. Uh, just a kind of a quick question. I had um, bathroom faucets installed about a little over a year ago, and I'm getting that. And it, this is not anything new. I'm getting sulfur, egg smell. Don't even want to drink the water. Can't stand it. So I don't know if it's coming actually from the water or the drain. And one other thing, the washing machine also stinks. <laughs> you know, after the load is, you know, pulled out and everything is off, I can smell the same kind of smell. How long is, have you been smelling this? Is... Uh, on the washing machine, probably a year. And how? And the faucet. The faucet, probably just about right away. Someone had said something about flushing. They should have been flushed out the faucet. Okay. Well, we'll get one more question. I actually think it has to do with the anode rod in your water heater, but we'll cover that after bottom of the hour news break. It's one 767 4348 to get online. If you're just joining us, we're right in the middle of a conversation with Karen, who's online at one 767 That's one 888 Wanting to, uh, from Tucson, wanting to know what is this sulfur smell in uh, my water. And uh, Karen, we, it and can I trick you. Talked it can a, trick you. Yeah, we talked a little <laughs> bit uh, during the break. And what you need to look for is it's probably coming from your hot water side. And it's probably why you're smelling it in the washing machine, and it's your faucets. Is There's built into a water heater an anode rod, and it's a magnesium rod that's designed as a sacrifice to preserve the integrity of the metal tank. So it's a, a softer metal than what your water heater is, so it de- all the hard components in the water will attack the rod and not the tank. Well, once that rod completely deteriorates, there is sulfur in the middle, so you smell this rotten egg, alerting the homeowner, hey, change your anode rod. 
it's one of those things that's in our owner's manual that none of us have ever once opened or read or took out of the plastic <laughs> covering that came with our water heater, but it's there. <laughs> and more than likely, Karen, if you replace the anode rod, you will uh, see that you, you, that smell will uh, make its way out of your home. Now, we talked on break, and your water heater's from 1970, uh, excuse me, 97. You know, we're, we're looking at 20 years. There's a chance that the corrosion, it's a thread, the anode rod threads in. So you need a, a socket to take it out, wrench. Well, sometimes those threads can mold together through rust and corrosion. And when we take that anode rod off, the threads are so ruined on the tank, we can't screw a new one back in and get a watertight seal, at which point we have to replace the water heater. Oh. But the good news okay. is, if okay. it's not that badly corroded, you know, an anode rod's less than 30 bucks. Installed, you're probably looking at 100 to get a licensed, bonded, insured plumber in a company vehicle on site to do the, do the labor. Okay. It'll be worth it. Yeah. It, yeah. You know. <laughs> get, give it a shot, and that, if it works, great. If not, well, you know, we're probably looking at a new water heater in the near sure, future. Sure, sure. I do appreciate your help, and thank you. Thank you so much. You have a great uh, weekend. You too. Thank you. We get that question a lot, the sulfur odor. and We, we've, we found several sources of that, and I'm assuming Karen was on, on a city water system. There, there are wells that can create that with a sulfur bacteria in the water. We treat that with a, with a Clorox treatment of the actual shaft of the well. And then sometimes it's backdrafting through the vent of the bathroom, and as you bend over to spit out your toothpaste or wash your face, you're catching the odor coming up through the drain. So your advice to her about, hey, just pour a glass of water and set it on the counter – let it stay there about 30 seconds and then sniff it and see if it's still holding that odor. If it is, you're definitely right. It's the water, the fact that she's smelling it in the clothes washer. That, that's a bummer. You know, you get your clean clothes out and they stink worse than when you put them in. <laughs> now, uh, we do have uh, Kelly, who's next on the line, who wants to talk about a shower door. And Andy and Levine wants to talk about doing epoxy. And we have a, a call okay. being screen now. You can jump online at one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. Did you want to make a point on this building technology? We kind of going to break there. No, let's get oh, okay. let's get to the callers. We're, okay. we're going to be covering solar uh, energy and that new APS rate increase in the ten o'clock hour. We'll get back to technology a little bit then. Let's get to the callers. Carrie in Mesa, welcome to the program. Thank you. Um, I'm looking for uh, somebody to replace a, I guess, a complete shower kit that I have. It's like the base is about 34 by 33, and it butts up against a an existing bathtub. And this thing is probably, well, it was put in when the house was built, probably in the early 80s. And so if I were to buy one at one of the big box stores as a kit, do would you recommend going through one of their contractors or I guess that's the, the problem I'm having, not wanting to do this job myself. And in yeah, Mason. Carrie, Carrie <laughs> Rebath is, is Home Depot's bathroom remodeler, and they also okay. have a showroom in, in uh, okay. uh, Gilbert area. And, this, and they do 1,000 bathrooms a year. 
Christ. Uh, okay. Just just start there. Okay. Start with start with Rebeth. Give him a call, and uh, have him come out and take a look at it. This is exactly okay, what they do. Perfect. Dobson and Baseline Excellent. in Mesa is where you'll find Dobson the showroom nearest oh, to you. Wonderful. Okay, I'm close to there. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Carrie. Go, While you're there, you can go check. Get, get, yeah, yes. Pick your shower door up, then go get your pole boy at Baby K's Cajun Kitchen at the end of the strip mall. Be a, right next door to each Wrap other. up your Saturday. <laughs> Rosie on the house style. Let's move over to Levine and bring Andy to the conversation. One triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. Andy, go ahead, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Very well. Thank you. Hey, so I need you to either talk me in or talk me out of doing epoxy floors in my bedrooms in my home. Uh, are do you, are you do you live alone or live alone? Got a couple got a couple dogs. You know, uh, bought the house new about ten years ago. Did tile throughout the house except the bedrooms. Did the did the mm-hmm. carpet and padding in there. Ten years later, carpet and padding has been pulled up, and I'm I'm teetering either doing tile or epoxy. And with the tile upkeep that I've had throughout the house, you know, having to seal the grout, having to clean, everything like that, I'm thinking epoxy is going to be a little bit more easier to, to maintain, uh, a little bit more easier uh, to keep up. And I just can't pull the trigger on it yet. You know, should I, shouldn't I? Everybody I talk to says, oh, that's just for, that's just for your garage or that's just for <laughs> mechanic bait. Okay, so... For epoxy, I would probably agree with that, and especially because you have dogs. I don't know the size of it, but those nails, <clears throat> they're, they're toenails, they're paw nails, or whatever you call it. I don't think you call them toenails, do you? I don't, I don't yeah, toenails. <laughs> I think you do. Oh, do you? Okay. <laughs> that, that could potentially uh, you know, create a lot of, over time, scratch marks that if it wasn't completely cleaned and waxed all the time, you could see the lines in it. But... What you're looking for wonder, is concrete stains. Ever, yeah. Go to what, a you, what are you going to recommend? Stain. That you get over to Cohill's showroom? Yes. Take a, take a look at all the different options that they have on display there? If, if the concrete you have right now uh, has glue lines from the padding and nails mm-hmm. pop from the tack, what we'll do is we'll clean that, and then we'll pour a thin set across it, a polymer thin set, and that gives you like a brand-new canvas to work with. And you can either add colors into that thin set or color over it or stain over it. And so you're just putting a new cream, a new, a new top coat of concrete on top, uh, thin set, because there's no aggregate in it. And then you stain it from there and seal it with a water-based seal and, you know, wipe it and wax it once a month. And you probably don't even need to wax it that much. Uh, you Probably just every three months. And that's... That's going to be your solution. When you walk into Cohills, you'll know you've pulled into the right place because their driveway, every <laughs> every hundred foot section is a different type of decorative concrete. You go inside into the showroom and you see different patterns and colors, and and you'll get. You've almost sold yourself into it. You say you can't pull the trigger. You'll pull the trigger as soon as you walk into Cohills, and they'll do you. They'll, they'll get you everything to do it yourself, or if you need a concrete decorative specialist, you can call Arrowhead Deck in the Arrow, uh, Arrowhead area, not too far north of you in Levine. John Thrice will come out and give you a couple options and walk you through uh, what he would recommend for your living situation with pets and uh, take it from there. 
Okay. So you're you're saying go the concrete route instead of epoxy? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, gentlemen. I appreciate the help. Epoxy is great. Epoxy is tough. Epoxy is durable. But for those little reasons that you haven't pulled the trigger, concrete staining will 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 be that solution you're looking for. So you're right to listen to your inner self that there's just something not right with going epoxy. It's it's just a slight switch in technology that we're using, and we're looking at acrylic based polymers that, that go into concrete staining, and I mean you're you're going to be pretty happy. There's also Marvell masonry that would be up on, uh, let's see, Thunderbird and about 70th Avenue. Uh, you can see some uh, examples and designs there. They sell some of Cohill's products and vice versa. So there's three options there closest to you in Levine that'll get you what you're looking for. A lot cleaner than carpet, I'll tell you that. Mm, that's what I did in my home. <laughs> I I went all con- decorative concrete floors, and I, I wouldn't change a thing. I couldn't agree with you more. Okay. The more The more homes I remodel and the more carpet I pick up, the more convinced I'm never going to have carpet again. <laughs> and if you want that carpet feel, well, then just get area rugs. You can pick up an area rug, take it to a cleaner's, uh, and then bring it back and put it back down and move your furniture back. It's a, a lot better route. I do a lot of uh, cattle hides as for our area rugs. and that I mean, just pick it up, wash it, put it back down. Odors are one of those things, like citrus. Or like plumbing, when you get one call on it on air, every call behind it is about that. We have a line of odor-related questions that <laughs> we're going to plow through here right now. So everyone get your clothes pin out, stick it on your nose, and let's dive in, starting with uh, Marcy and Mesa. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Um, yes, mine is one of those odor-related issues. Um, so we have in our master shower an odor that's not the sulfur kind, but just a different other bad odor. And it's not coming from any other place in the house as far as other sinks or other areas, just the shower. And we've tried Drano, we've tried bleach, and nothing seems it'll kind of help for a day or so, and then it comes back. So, Marcy, what, what, what is the vintage of your home? When was it built? Um, let's see, this home was built in 97. All right. And is the shower original to that? It hasn't been remodeled, Correct. has it? Okay. And is uh, that a it tile? It has not been remodeled. Is it tile or is it uh, cultured marble? It's cultured marble. Marble. Okay. Generally, when you have an odor coming from a 20-year-old cultured marble shower, it's a failure mm-hmm. of the drain and the water is actually getting in underneath the cultured marble pan, and there's going to be okay. you're, you're going to you're going to solve it for a day with a little Clorox because it just gets right around the uh-huh. drain area. But to solve it uh-huh. permanently, you're probably going to have to pull that floor plan up and the floor pan up, and uh, redo the shower. Okay. Hey, hate to tell All you right. this, but well, that's probably what you're going to have to do. Okay. All right. No other alternate. Like, if we just, I mean, we were planning to do that eventually, but hopefully not really soon. But if we just did, like, redid the floor level, would that be possible? And then redo the rest later? Is it not? It's 
Does that it, not matter? Not, ge- not generally, because the, the connection we've got to make with the pan itself is probably what is, is, is the problem. And we can't really reconnect that without taking the pan up and out. And we can't take the pan up and out without removing the walls. So it's kind of like one of those mm. ankle bone connected to the knee bone, one. connected to the hip bone. Mm. <laughs> All or nothing type things. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate your help. Thank you. All right, Marcy. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. And I hope we didn't ruin your Arizona Saturday <laughs> morning. We'll uh, <clears throat> we try and... Not not all good news and, and home ownership can can be good news, but we try and keep it that way. And when not, we try and make it as painless to get it right as we can. You're killing me. There's an app for that. Wow. <laughs> Ow. Oh. Uh. Uh. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. <laughs> hey, before we get to our calls, we have a special guest on the line, Mr. Jim Kowalski, Kowalski Construction third-generation restoration company here in the great state of Arizona to kind of calm, uh, shed some light on this recall. But I honestly, Jim, I've, I've heard little bits and pieces of it in the news. I've had such a busy week. I, I didn't listen one bit to it. What What's going on in the world of fire extinguishers out here? Well, I'm really glad that you started off with that, Romy, because I think we almost get desensitized to recalls anymore. Um, but this is a huge recall. So, uh, Rosie on the House is celebrating 30 years. This recall goes back 44 years, since 1973. They wow. are recalling almost 40 million fire extinguishers. So if you're sitting there thinking, well, that's a recall that probably doesn't impact me, there are 134 models of the plastic candle fire extinguisher and eight models of the push-button types. It would surprise me if our listeners, if, if they weren't impacted by it. This is a huge recall. And what's happening to these? When they go to use them, they so the, don't shoot straight or, not, they or something? Plastic, plastic candles on the top, and either the plastic candles are coming off or they're not discharging fully. And this, obviously, at the time to find out if your, uh, your fire extinguisher is uh, good is not the time when you need it. We always tell people it's like picking an insurance restoration contractor. You don't want to find out. Uh, how good they are when you need them. You want to find out beforehand. And so if you need that fire extinguisher, you want to make sure that it's working and you don't want to sit back. 391 issues have been reported. Uh, They had 16 different injuries and there were 91 reports of property damage. There was even a death in 2014 uh, after following a car crash uh, that occurred with failure to deploy the fire extinguisher. So uh, I hope this gets uh, the attention of your listeners and that they would – it's simple to check. You've got a 1-800 number you can go to and call, or you can go online to kitty.com and uh, check for the, uh, the recall under the product safety recall section. And so it's easy. And then you can request a new unit, and they'll send you a new unit. So it's pretty simple to do. It's really important to do, and it's a huge recall, so it probably 
affects an awful lot of your listeners out there. So that's K-I-D-D-E. D-D-E, right, K- dot com. K-I-D-D-E dot com to see and, if and you're... You, right, the toll-free number is 855-271-0773. Got it. Find out if your fire extinguisher is on that recall list. If it is, send it to them, and they send you a new one? Correct. Wow, nice. Yes, indeed. So it's pretty easy to do. You know, so many times we do so much of this fire restoration, people don't know where their fire extinguisher is, number one. Uh, And then number two, if you do have it and it's a a unit that's going to fail on you, just be a little proactive. Take the time, check on the recall, and get that unit replaced if it needs to be. Mr. Jim Kowalski, thanks for your time this Saturday morning helping keep our listeners educated, informed, and protected. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks, Romy. Now, not to uh, thanks, not to wish Jim. bad anything on you, but y'all do it so you don't have uh, – you know, Jim's kind of sacrificing his business here. <laughs> <laughs> but it's for the sake of, of you, the homeowner. <laughs> and presentations and people say, well, why are you doing this? And, well, you know what? It, it's a necessary evil. It's going to happen. We just want to help people prevent it from happening. But if it should ever happen, uh, we want to be there to help them get through it. So Excellent. Thanks, Jim. All right. Thanks a million, Jim. You can find Kowalski Construction, uh, K-O-W-A-L-S-K-I, in the restoration category at rosieonthehouse.com or go directly to Kowalski. You just have a fire, water, mold, any type of restoration work that involves insurance. Uh, They they are who we recommend and have for many, many years. So we're glad to have them as part of the network. We are going to see if we can sneak – Lee into oh, the wait. Comp- oh, oh, wait, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. Okay. Uh, let's let's uh, take Lee offline. Hang tight, Lee. We'll take you to the top. Yeah, we'll take we'll get him answered offline because I want to make sure people stay tuned for the next hour, where we have Mr. Kyle Ritland coming in from Sun Valley Solar to talk about some of the rate changes coming up in the utility companies in Arizona. A lot of confusion. We've been talking a lot, in particular, about the rate change that APS has initiated at the middle of August and will fully initiate in May of 2018 and what that's going to do to impact everybody's utility bills. But uh, Kyle's going to come in and we're actually going to take actual utility bills and show you, be prepared, get to a get to a computer and be, get ready to sign on. We're going to t- tell you where to go to take a look at actual bill comparisons and what the new rate will do and then what solar can do for you in each of those particular instances. So Kyle Ritland from Sun Valley Solar unwrapping the rate changes at the utility companies in Arizona next hour.